0: podcasts it's like radio but it's not on the radio
1: Hogan Johns. we will be perfect obsession in every aspect of the game being obsessed Stop fires over the middle of the at the 26 yard line roquan
0: smith that's gonna go for it all a jump on the end zone picked off at the goal line look
1: out safety
0: and comes through the middle to plant golf in the end zone. WGN Radio's very own Adam Ho.
1: How much you want to make a bet I can throw football over the mountain? Dang, lucky. And the Chicago Sun-Times, Adam Johns. Vote for Pedro Sanchez, who do you think? It's freaking awesome. Man, I wish I could go back in time. Bring you Chicago's best Bears coverage. Yeah. Hakeem Hicks scored a touchdown last week. Throws and that's caught by Bradley so- They alive. They can't. Another interception. tomorrow, this time. Man, that's an exclamation point! If ever you've seen one, obsession. My oh my! Being obsessed.
0: And now, what time is it? here they are. Perfection. The Adams. Yeah, baby. Hogan Johns. Back in '82, I used to be able to throw a pigskin four mile. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. That's right. Sound the bear raid siren yes one of our listeners on twitter suggested that bear raid siren i'm all if he was the first to think of that that's that's pretty good i can't believe none of us saw that no no over like three or four days it's gonna be there again sunday that's the word so get used to it should we just play it the entire podcast (laughs) like they did the entire game Basically? basically yeah Anytime we bring up the Packers, the word Packers, we have to play the Siren. No, that'll get that'll get annoying really, really fast. Welcome in. How you doing? I'm all right. You good? You okay? I'm good. A little tired. Did TV this morning, so it feels like it's four PM, but it's really only ten thirty. Ten thirty. Yeah. Long day ahead Adam. That's all right. We'll get it done. Bears Packers Week. Caffeinate. NFC North on the line. Episode two oh two of the Hogan Johns podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Adam Hogue, H-O-G-E, at Adam Johns, J-A-H-N-S. Our producer is the great Joe Romano, who also likes, likes to caffeinate a lot. He needs to. You can follow him on Twitter at Joey Joe Rowe with an R-O. What's up, Joe?
1: Yo, yo, just had my eighth coffee of the day, dude. Eighth.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, i I got kidding. this friend named Joey Jojo Jr.
1: Shabadoo. That's the worst name I ever heard. Oh, oh, no! Bye! Joey Jojo! Seriously, Joe, how many coffees per day? Um, I wouldn't say that I'm as dependent as I should be, but uh, I'd say probably at least three okay. before noon. All right. I'm at two before ten, usually.
0: I think this is my fourth right now that I'm drinking. That's, that's because since, you're soft. That's since... Yeah, I am soft. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm not a morning person. <laughs> no. I love doing yeah. TV in the mornings, but... yeah. It doesn't I'm jive a, with my I, I, life. I'm a complete crab in the morning, as
1: well as my wife would say.
0: <sighs> complete crab.
1: I am a crab. I'm perky, dude. If you're perky. You're morning guy. Oh yeah. Except I get up in the middle of the night, so. I so don't know. Maybe I'm. Yeah. I don't know. You're almost a night guy.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you call you. What time do you wake up again, Joe?
1: I set my alarm for two thirty. <laughs> oh <laughs>
0: Jesus! There's like, is this is this your alarm at two thirty?
1: <laughs> yeah. Air raid, baby! You just wake up like ready for a third down. Yeah, yeah. shoot up. <laughs> no need for a shower. Let's just
0: go. Let's just go. That's that's how I imagine Alex Spanos, yeah. uh, the strength
1: and conditioning guy for Northwestern.
0: <laughs> that on He's TV. got the barrel, oh, yeah. Raid Siren going. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's how he is. Just that's how he is every single moment I see him. Yeah, At you
1: were talking game. about it on the pregame before the um, Buckeye game, and right. uh, you were saying, <laughs> "Yeah, he probably sits up and he goes." Ooh, that was a great sleep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I honestly I'm like, that's half a joke. He might actually do that when he wakes up yeah. in the morning. Uh welcome in. Uh Bears Packers Week. Read us at wgnradio.com/slash bears. They should have a new 10 Bears things column up by the end of the day. Hopefully, maybe it'll take till tomorrow. We'll see. Uh that kind of dig day. deep, Adam. Dig deep. But johnsy has got stuff up. ChicagoSuntimes.com. I did read that story on the Matt Nagy 9-11 connection. Good stuff. Thank you. Thank you. And you could search Hogan Johns and rate and review the podcast. Is this where we should bring up Bob Dabrowski's email from the other day? Okay. Okay. If I can find it. Because he said he doesn't know how to... Here we go. Um, Boys, great pot as always. I am ashamed to say... <laughs> I am among the dumb. (laughs) A lot of his emails start that way. Yeah. Yeah. I am among the dumb that haven't rated, reviewed on iTunes. I don't know how. Do I have to unsubscribe and resubscribe? Let me know, and I will fulfill this long past duty. So when I go to iTunes on my phone, at least, like there's um, I got to find the podcast on my phone. But that, right, if you scroll to the bottom, it says tap to rate, and there are five stars, and you could click any of the five stars. We highly suggest that you do five. And then right below that, it says write a review. And if you click that button, you can write a review. <laughs> <laughs> so scroll down. It's got scrolled out a little bit. That's on your phone. I know you could do it on your computer and your iPad or you know, whatever, as long as you have iTunes. And then honestly, I don't... This is the way I listen to podcasts, so I can't. I'm not an expert on the other podcast apps, but I know we're on Google Play, and I assume I have. I get the automatic downloads on my phone. That's how I get them. Right now, what else did Bob want? Us yeah, to I talk? was about to read uh, his, his questions. Do I want to read the questions? Sure. Two quick questions. Who is the bald guy that runs out to coach and pump up the defense on the field during timeouts? That dude is awesome and has unreal energy. He's like the Bears' Alex Spanos. Alex Spanos' grandfather, actually. (laughs) (laughs) It is not. It is not. Alex Spanos' grandfather would be like 95, run around shirtless, just with tons of energy all the time. That happens to be Carl Pekarski. He is one of the equipment managers under team. med Tony Medlin. He's been there forever. Yeah. Also slightly insane, like Spanos, if you ever come to training camp down in Bourbonnet, you can hear him. Yes. Offense on the 30! He's the one who yells out the commands of where they're lining up practice. Right. Ones! That's him. He's been doing it for years. Years. Yeah, he has been out there from, from Lovey to Tresman to Fox. As long as I can remember. To Nagy. Yes. Yeah.
1: Megaphone or no megaphone?
0: No megaphone. Oh, and then he's also got this issue. Uh, I think Bob thinks that we have some input on like the game plans because he, he he emailed this play a couple weeks ago. The Dabrowski double fake deluxe. I don't did we I forget did we talk about this on the pod or not? <laughs> no, no. But he says if you can dream, if Nagy can dream up Santa sleigh, you're telling me he can't run the Dabrowski double fake deluxe. We'll forward it to him. I wouldn't be surprised if the, the Chicago guys from SNL get a name of a play at one point in the Nagy era. The Chicago guys of SNL? Yeah. Like like um, like who? So what do you call it? Oh, oh, the Superfans? Fans, yeah. Oh, I, okay. Superfans. Yeah. There's the name of the play right there. I love Chris Farley. What would the Superfans play entail? Mm. You'd have to have all the big guys out there. Oh, yeah. It'd have to be the most meatball play that's ever existed. <laughs> so, I mean, kind of did it with handing off to Akeem Hicks. <laughs> that's running the option with Hicks, right? You know, like going back to Refrigerator Perry. I don't know. I don't know what it would be. Maybe our listeners can chime in on that. But is Chris Chris Farley might actually be the funniest guy that's ever lived, I think. He really might be. All right, um let's see. Should we get to voicemails? Let's do it. Speaking of about hey, the browser. before we, we get to, to that,
1: see? I have a sure. quick question about Santa Slay. Did you guys talk to the coach at all about how they practice that? Because if all the I mean, how many defensive linemen do they have on the team? 8, 9? And if everybody's out there for Santa Slay, did they even practice it against Oh, yeah, I see what you're Anybody? Saying.
0: Uh, oh, no, no, there's the scout team guys. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah, because you have the reserves and then because there's four defensive linemen out yeah, there. Yeah, no, there's enough. So there, there would have been
1: enough to practice against. That's a good question, though. I mean, they bring Patrick O'Donnell over from the other field. Hey, man, we need you to play D tackle. The, the on amazing this one.
0: part about it is they just put it in on. It just came to be last Friday. Yeah, two days before the game. Let's try this out. Not much time in the incubator. No, no, passed Bradley's sold, and it worked. Man, Nagy's crazy. <laughs> In a good way. In a good way. It's. I mean, I. I love it. I, I loved his his answer on Sunday, when I think David Hall was the one who asked him, like, "Why are you doing this?" And he was, "Cause that's who we are." Yeah, and it's fun. It's like, why not? It works. <laughs> and seriously, it meets all the criteria. It works. First of all, it's fun, and that's who we are. Yeah. Why not do it? Yeah. You know that the Patriots run. A considerable amount of fake plays, too. Trick plays. Julian Edelman's always throwing the ball down the field. Yeah. It happens. It's okay. If it works, why not do it? Yeah. Well, I mean, you could run the ball three times at the goal line and it all failed. You could criticize them for it. Which a lot of teams do. Yeah. The Vikings did it the other night. Yeah. The Seahawks threw the ball to the other team. I mean, if you have a play, that it might be crazy, but if it's a high percentage, if you feel like it's going to work, then you run it. Instead of just being like, ah, we handed it off three times here. We'll probably get in. the 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 numbers say we'll probably get in. Just get in. Doesn't matter how you do it. All right, let's uh, let's hear from our voicemailers from the big win against the Rams the other night. These should be fun. Hello.
1: Do you know who this is? Oh, you didn't know?
0: Your ass better call somebody.
1: Hogan Johns voicemail. The Hogan Johns voicemail line. Believe it or not, George isn't at home. Please leave a message at the beep. Got any questions or comments about the Bears? Give the guys
0: a call before, after, or even during the game. 312-222-5050. Go Bears!
1: Go Bears! Preston from Manhattan, Kansas. Jordan Howard's averaging five yards a carry, but only has six carries. Why are we so quick to abandon the run? Pound the rock in the second half. Bear down. Mr. Anderson calling from Philly. Mr. Trubisky is hot garbage at night. I mean, we should never play a night game. And if we do have a night game, let's play Daniels. And hey, John, the D is saving your boy Mitch and your boy Nagy's behind. How about you get a decent credit on this one? Yeah, yeah. Jim calling from Japan. Half time, 6-6. Six six. Defense is doing their thing, but damn, Trubisky, when are you going to let your balls drop? Ben from Charleston, South Carolina. Mitch, make some f***ing passes. I'm tired of watching Patrick Mahomes make no-look passes, and you overthrow open receivers. Bear down. Mitch, do you have me? Mitch, do you have me? Mitch, Mitch do you have me? Mitch, do you have me?
0: Michael from Normal. Eddie Goldman is my dad. Bear down. JJ from Chicago.
1: I love this team! I freaking love this team! Jack calling in from Denver, Colorado. All I can say is I'm addicted to that Chicago Bears defense. Bear down. Will from Vegas. You think Sean McVay is going to remember Eddie Goldman now? (laughs) Bear down. Cheese from Bucktown. Burr, it's cold in here. The defensive line got golf on his rear. Bear down. Hugo from Indianapolis. Has anyone else noticed that O'Donnell is just a god awful punter? I mean, has he ever pinned any team within the 10-yard line? Sean from Los Angeles, what up, ho? What up, John? Give me golf in the playoffs, baby. Bear down. I, Bob Dabrowski, am hereby officially giving the city of Chicago permission to shuffle. We go into the Super Bowl, get off, Let's rock and roll. Yo, it's Ted from Knoxville, Tennessee. I swear, we are one goal line stand away from Matt Nagy running the Wildcat with Khalil Mack, with Eddie J flanked out to his left. Bear down, baby. Let's go, Jeremy. Shanahan, believe in monsters. Be afraid. Be very afraid. And Jacob from California. The Bears win. The Bears win. We beat the best team in the league. Nothing can stop us. Oh, my God. This defense. Woo! Ethan Collins from Friar Lake, Minnesota. First time, long time. And as far as the air raid siren go, let's keep it going. It's obviously bothering the beat writers. I think it's probably bothering the other teams playing at Soldier Field. Fair enough. At Collin from Michigan went to the game on Sunday, and it was as loud as I have ever heard Soldier Field. We need to bring it again Sunday against the Packers, and Green Bay sucks. This is Mike McCarthy. Just seeing if I can get an interview down there in Chicago. You guys got a pretty good thing going on. You let me know. You know my number. I hope.
0: Maybe not. I don't want to go to Cleveland. (laughs) That's good. Kind of sounded more like Peyton Manning. Yeah. (laughs) yeah.
1: Yeah. Mitch, do you have me? Mitch! Mitch, do you have me? Mitch, do you have me? Okay, good. Good.
0: That was good. That was a good one. Good impression. I like when uh, you don't like it when you're watching Saturday Saturday Night Live and the... uh, the actors kind of slip up and start laughing. Jimmy Fallon. I like, like every single yeah, thing like, he does. I like when Bob does that in the middle. His, <laughs> he he just slips up. Start, he, couldn't, he, started, he couldn't keep the yeah, straight He, kind of laughing he was probably him. shuffling himself at the same time. Oh, yeah. And hey, I give the defense some credit. I think people just got to accept that Mitch is going to be bad some games. I think that accurately represented the game the other night. You could hear some, Angst. Quite, yeah. quite frankly, borderline inappropriate phone calls on Mitch Trubisky. And then the
1: love... Borderline. For the defense. Yeah, you're right. That that one 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 dude questioned his manhood. Yeah. Come on now. That's our quarterback. That's a good point. Can't be doing that. But he said bear down at the end. And that's kind of a hint to any of the callers. If you say bear down, I'm pretty much going to put it in.
0: (laughs) Next week's voicemail is nothing but bear downs from our listeners. People really liked the way I framed the Mitch Trubisky quote yesterday on Favre, on Twitter. You know what I'm talking about? So, he, yeah. uh, I, Tell me if you think I'm wrong on this. But so there were two questions asked separately within the press conference about the Packers that Mitch basically punted on. Okay. The first was, what do you admire about Aaron Rodgers? You know, a layup. Yeah. to Just give a compliment to in my opinion the most talented quarterback in the league. Okay? Pretty easy question to answer. And he decided oh, I haven't watched Aaron Rodgers much this year. And I'm just more concentrated on helping my team win this week. Uh you know, he's good, but you know he basically gave a hard pass yep. on answering that question. Yep, he stiff armed him. And then a little bit later on was it Jeff Darlington from ESPN who yep made a visit to Hallis Hall for the first time this season and uh, referenced something that actually came from one of your stories that one of Mitch Trubisky's nicknames in college was... High school. I'm sorry. High school was Favre. Yes. And this... he uh, Darlington asked Trubisky, how did you get that nickname?
1: I'm done with that nickname. Nobody calls me that no more. So, uh, just, yeah, just focused on... Playing this week and doing my job. <laughs>
0: Didn't you get those like Favre notes or something though?
1: I agree. Yeah, that was back in high school. So the, we're, I'm, I don't play for Green Bay. It's just a nickname. It was back in the day. Uh, so I'm Chicago Bears quarterback now. Has nothing to do with that.
0: Again, shutting it down pretty hard. Yes. My takeaway from those two answers was that he's embracing the rivalry and he doesn't want to be connected to the Packers at all. And. I, I'm the Chicago Bears quarterback now. Yes. So when I, put, I like the little edginess, I, I, we've seen him play well after the edginess. So when I put that on Twitter yesterday, people loved it. I must say I must have gotten like over 200 responses of just that's my quarterback. Yeah. A so lot, th- of, a, a lot of to in your timeline. The the react. Yeah, a lot of to in the timeline. It, they, I continue to find the dynamic between Mitch Trubisky and the fan base really interesting because he says and does all the right things that Cutler didn't. So the the people that are that really care about kind of the PR side of the quarterback are eating Mitch Trubisky up. The, the, they the love face of the franchise. They, aspect. they love him as the face of the franchise. On the flip side, though, I think the ones that care more about what the, what's actually happening on the field and not turning the ball over are on the extreme kind of opposite end of just like, play better. And yeah. like you heard the one caller, and it's not going to stop. I'm tired of watching Patrick Mahomes throw the ball away. That no-look pass the other day was just... I, I can't stop watching yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, I can't it's believe ridiculous. he did that. I have a couple thoughts on that. Did you see Dan Wieder's tweet yesterday comparing Jay Cutler's best season with the Bears from Adam Gase, the... the, the, the 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 job that Adam Gase did to get the head coaching job with the Dolphins, I did see it. It was a great tweet. By yes, Dan. yes. So the numbers that Cutler had, what year was that? Twenty thirteen. it twenty thirteen. Yeah. Okay. They're already the Mr. Trubisky's numbers are already on.
1: Wait, the wasn't same level.
0: it? Wasn't it the Adam Gase year? Yes. So twenty thirteen. Isn't that? No, Adam Gase was here with John Fox in yes. 2015. Okay, I'm going, yes. Okay, yeah. okay oh, 2015, my bad. yes. So after Trestman, my fault. The numbers of Cutler that year. Do you want me to read them? Yes, go ahead. Okay. So Jay Cutler, 2015 under Adam Gase, which many consider to be his best season. 64.4 completion percentage. Mr. Trubisky's completion percentage right now this season, 64.4. Jay Cutler averaged 244 passing yards per game. Mitch is averaging 234 passing yards per game. Jay threw for 21 touchdowns and 11 interceptions. Mitch at 21 touchdowns and 12 interceptions. Jay had a 92.3 rating. Mitch has a 92.1 rating. The numbers are virtually identical. Yes, yes, and Mitch still has three more games left to play. Context is important. And again, just accept that he's going to fail sometimes. It's part of learning. And what Patrick Mahomes is doing, and we've talked about this, is completely absurd. Seasons like this rarely happen. Even the greatest of all time, your Tom Brady's, your Peyton Manning's, in their long, lengthy careers, there was only a couple seasons where they started flirting with 50 touchdown passes. What he's doing is completely absurd in Kansas City right now. This tweet from Dan I think is is fascinating because there's so many different ways you can go with it. One is you know, a lot of times this season I have thought about Jay. And I'm talking about Jay just the quarterback, not all the other hair. like I just mentioned, Mitch his show, um smile Jay had a, Jay definitely had a better <laughs> not taking the butt better beard. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That thing's growing out. Well, yeah, K calf to, to help him out there. She groomed him. Mm, that's nice. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Where are we going with this? Did you see Mitch, like, you think Mitch will ever be... I was very close about asking about it. About uh, his girlfriend? No. Mitch about his beard. And I think next oh, week I will. It's getting to the point where it kind of has well, like, to be Like, I'm, I'm going to... I was curious. I'm like, there's got to be something behind it. Well, I think it's pretty obvious he's not cutting it. <laughs> End <laughs> yeah. of season. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like a playoff beard. So this point. we should talk about it with him. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. Okay. What I was getting at is this has been kind of like a Jay Cutler season where he's really good in some games. He's really good in some quarters. And then he's just like, why did you just throw that ball? Now, I think the reasons are different. I think with, the interceptions actually are very different, in my opinion. Jay would make bad decisions. Force balls. Some of these the other night were forced. Like, he had a guy underneath. He didn't have to go for the harder throw. But you know what? Other than the one where the guy was just underneath his own coverage, I don't know what he was looking at. The other two interceptions, those guys were open. He just missed them. You know, his mechanics got away from him, and he he sailed the ball. He said that. Jay's Jay's interceptions were always like, what are you thinking? Like, you can't make that throw in that situation. It wasn't necessarily just, you know, being inaccurate. Um, but if Mitch, if Mitch's worst season ends up being Jay Culler's best season, that's a great thing. Cause I think most people agree that he's got to go up from here. The 2nd year in the NFL. So, so I, in that regard, I kind of look at this like a very positive thing for Mitch Trubisky going forward. He should be allowed to make mistakes, people. They almost need to happen. Did you see Tom Brady at the goal line the other day? see Russell Wilson at the goal line well, the other day? I'm talking about two veterans there. <laughs> Tom Brady took a sack when he easily could have thrown the ball away. They got zero points because the clock ran out before the half. They were already in field goal range. Then Russell Wilson, before the half, clock's running down, but he had all he does, throw, throw the ball away. Instead, he throws an interception. I mean, these are veterans. One is the greatest quarterback of all time making mistakes, in crucial situations, it happens.
1: Not it just def- veterans; the two guys that have won Super Bowls. Exactly, it happens to
0: everybody. That being said, I mean when it's happening multiple times with, but that, that's still okay. That's what people need to realize. This isn't going to define him one way or, or, or the other. He needs to experience mm-hmm. the good and the bad. I get that with a defense. That is fantastic, but has its own problems. By the way, and the the them being nine and four, and the playoffs virtually already a reality. I, I I get the angst over his play, but these need to happen. They should be expected to happen. You should expect your second year quarterback to fail. I get Patrick Mahomes is doing some crazy stuff. <laughs> I didn't swear. Almost swore. You can swear late. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Not very useful. But like, Patrick Mahomes just went through the entire, his development is the entire thing that Ryan Pace wanted for Mr. Trubisky. Didn't happen. Wasn't ideal. Should have fired John Fox right away. Uh, You love the interception questions like I was counting you for that. I'm here for you, Mitch. Just saying. You weren't there after the game on Sunday. Oh yeah, I was in the locker room working it. You were working it in the locker room? Mm-hmm. You, club dub? Club dub. Working it like the rest of the Bears players? <laughs> All right, uh, let's get to some news here. Bryce Callahan officially goes on IR. So he is out for the year. Um, that's a big blow. Bears signed Marcus Williams. Kind of a journeyman. Had a little bit of success with the Jets a few years ago. Uh, was actually on the Bucks earlier this year during Mitch Trubisky's six-touchdown performance. Is he the one defensive back that played well? I don't know. I honestly don't know. I wasn't keeping track of Marcus Williams' grades. Nor was I. <laughs> Maybe I have to go back and grade the film for Marcus Williams. All I know is that that defense was awful. So the question is, Bears try to stick with Sherrick as long as no, they can. Oh, absolutely. And Marcus is just sort of insurance? Yeah, no, it's depth. It's absolute depth. Even beyond Sherrick, look, you try to... Figure something out that works with getting Kevin Tolliver, the other top outside reserve at cornerback, acclimated to, to some type of role. Do you put Prince in the slot in certain situations and use Tolliver? Maybe it all depends on matchups, but I think Vic Fangio will figure it out. Look, it's a big loss. Little guy, big loss. But, but I think the Bears should be able to handle it. I think so too. And I, and I, you know, went back and watched the coach's film yesterday. Sherrick was fine. They tried to target him. Um, I mean, there were no big glaring errors. There was one communication problem, it looked like, with Roquan Smith. Always hard to tell who that's on, but you could just kind of tell after a play there's a completion. Those two guys are talking that something happened there. Uh, a lot of people pointed out how good of a blitzer Bryce Callahan is. He's a good tackler. So is Sherrick McManus. I mean, he's been used as there's a package that exists for Sherrick to blitz the quarterback i wrote about that a few weeks ago um like a couple months ago actually so i'm not worried about that and not worried about tackling he's been an unbelievable tackler on special teams for a really long time for him it's it's coverage and always has been but he's got the quickness he's got the speed he's always had that I don't know if it's technique. I don't know if it's just not being on the defense long, you know, enough to understand. Joe Philbin was – we had a conference call with Joe Philbin yesterday. Joe Philbin was talking about how Eddie Jackson just seems to have the knack for understanding past concepts and understanding how routes are being run and where the ball's going. That's why he's always around the football. Yeah, That is just an instinctual thing that you either have or you don't. And maybe that's for Eddie Jackson, why he's been able to make up for the fact that he has a rod in his leg. How big is the rod? I don't know how big the rod is. How big is the rod? Uh, I'm not sure how thick it is, but I think it's, it's probably kind of thick. Yeah. But it's in there, and he's making up for that with his instincts because he understands football, and he's getting around the football. Yeah, he's fast, rangy. Look, whoever steps in in place of Bryce Callahan is stepping into a situation where there's a lot of great play at, a lot of diff- at all three levels of that defense. like It's the argument with Roquan Smith. He's stepping into an ideal situation. It's not like he's stepping into a real rebuilding defense. He's stepping into a top-ten defense. Whoever this is, McManus, Tolliver, Williams, who's ever stepping into that secondary is stepping into one with two Pro Bowl players, two all-pro players, mm-hmm. a young linebacker coming into his own in front of him, and an outstanding defensive front led by Cleo Mack, a key mix, and Eddie Goldman. All right, how about Allen Robinson on the injury report with a hip? He talked to us.
1: We'll figure out more later. Would yeah. Tolliver be more comfortable on the outside?
0: Yeah, I I, uh, I, I haven't really seen him in the slot, so I don't... We've seen Prince in the slot at times. Yeah. I still think they go with Sherrick. I mean, there's right. a reason he was out there in the second right. half on right. Sunday. Right. But it's a good question. I'm just saying there's certain matchups you could play him. Yeah, Alan Robinson talked to us yesterday. That's usually I mean he would not usually have positive he would not have been in there if it was like a big injury that he was getting treatment yeah. for. I'm guessing he thought he was going to practice and they said no. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Uh just a note on that people need to realize whether you're listening, reading, or whatnot. The availability all becomes all comes before practice. And, by, and we're not at this point yet. I think this is probably going to be a conversation that starts dominating the next couple weeks, especially if the Bears win on Sunday. But resting starters. I got thoughts on that. I'm going to save most of it for the next couple weeks, but real quickly. I don't think you can... Here's one guy you can't rest, in my opinion. is Mr. Trubisky. Now, maybe week 17, fine. I'd still play him a half, but we can save that for next week. Yeah, I, he needs to continue to develop, though. I mean, he needs to get better. So... This isn't resting starters in the third preseason game for week one. This is this is making sure you're ready to go for the playoffs. It's just one game. You have to win. You lose your out. So it's a little bit of a different situation. Now in situations like this though, if Allen Robinson has a nagging hip, as soon as I win the division, I, I will sit him. I got no problem with that. You know. Now you could also argue though, for Mitch to develop, he might need Allen Robinson on the field. So these are all These are real conversations that are going to have to come up here. And I do think it's relevant to remember what they did in the preseason with the amount of rest that they gave guys. I also think it's relevant that if you look at their three bad losses this season, they all came after layoffs. Week one, they hadn't played in a few weeks. When they lost to the Dolphins, it was off a bye week. When they lost to the Giants, it was off a mini bye week. You don't want to come into that game rusty. No. No. Good point there. Thank you. Blam. Thank you. I'm due for Especially one. Especially if you have to take out the Patriots. No. yeah, Or Vikings, I should say. Well, you might have to take out the Patriots, too. In the Super Bowl. <laughs> Easy. Easy there. One game at a time. One game at a time. But, <laughs> this is a little tease, is what I'm going to be writing about today. Got to take advantage of this situation while it's here. Of course. Can't just I, I've heard just... Today, driving home from downtown, a TV. Listen to Cap Show. Caller calls in. These are the 84 Bears. Next year, they're going to win the Super Bowls. All right, well, what happens if uh, Vic Fangio gets poached because he's been such a good defense coordinator? Now you don't have Vic Fangio Oh, easy. Eagle hire Todd Bowles or Mike Zimmer. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> it, defense, you think the Eagles are missing... Frank Reich and John D. Filippo right now. Well, Flip's available. He can go back. You when you're good, you lose coaches, and you're not guaranteed to be in week 15 and finally lose a defensive starter. That's insane when you compare that to what the Bears were dealing with the last few years injury wise. Yeah. This this will not be replicated next year. The amount of luck they've had with injuries. I don't. I don't. I don't think that that gets replicated. I think a lot of good teams have luck with injuries. Well, they do, but. Uh, I, it's wrong to expect that to happen. So my my point is, take advantage of this season. Okay. Win the Super Bowl. It's okay. not that hard. So this is it. This is it. Do it they're right just going to be good, oh. and they're going to be bad again. Yep, they're going to be bad again. That's exactly what I'm saying. Thanks for listening. That's exactly what I'm saying. Gotcha. Uh, probably not. All right. Should we talk about this uh, football game against let's the Bears? Well, let's do it. You have a, a piece of sound that you wanted to make sure Joe Romano brought up for this game. Bitches! Get up, you lazy little bitches! Oh, get up! On, get up! You heard oh, up! Ari! <laughs> that was karma, you little slush, you little freshman! Get up! Get up! Get
1: up. Get up. Please, please. Up. Boy, up. up! 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 Eric! Now, see, what's fascinating is the way not only the school, but the entire community seems to be supporting this, you know, or at least turn their heads. I mean, they apparently have permission to use the parking lot. No right. parents seem to mind, you know, I- there's only concessions,
0: you know, I mean I know. That's Bear Raid. I love that movie. Days of Confused. Yep. It's a good one. How could you not enjoy Days of Confused? I can't I I gotta say I enjoy it, but my head did not go there with the air raid siren. Really? It didn't I didn't I mean it's a good fight. It's one by of the you. most memorable scenes. I know it is, but that was a good thought by you. Yeah. Just like we I didn't think a bear raid either. That's good. Yeah. It's good stuff. We're all here for each other. I like it. Never all seen right. it. You've never seen it. I've never anyway, seen it. Anyway, let's talk dude. about the Packers. <laughs> Come on, Joe. Yeah, I know, dude. That's a bad one. You Yes, <laughs> I am a communist. No, Joe's the communist now. Have you seen <laughs> Sandlot?
1: Oh yeah, dude. I grew up on Sandlot. Okay. Little Giants? Yep. Annexation of Puerto Rico. Yeah, <laughs> Empire Records. I'm just going through classics of my childhood. Yep, yep. I'm in on Empire Records. Home Alone. <laughs> mm-hmm. You ever seen Hook? Yes, yes. Rufio, badass.
0: <laughs> I can't believe you've seen, I Haven't seen Days of Confusion. Have know. you seen
1: Hook? Have you seen Hook? Do your research for sure, dude.
0: For sure. No, I'm talking. Uh, oh, uh, I own uh, Hook. Hook. Okay, all right. Yeah, I own Rufio. was a badass. Well, I don't know if I own it anymore. It's one of those VHS's V oh to- <laughs> Yeah. Okay. If, if I own it, it's on VHS Which means we covered that on our last episode It's on DVD now I don't even have a VHS player yeah. Which is also known as a VCR So I was showing my, my son's It's a Peter Pan movie it's Rufio, Robert Williams is in it Rufio dies, I forgot about that Oh, spoiler alert People have seen Rufio <laughs> <cook. Nah. laughs> He dies I forgot he dies Anyway. Break I, balance, I yeah. forgot he died. Hook gets him. Jesus. That is, uh, that's a huge spoiler alert. I guess I am a communist. Why is that clip so loud? Because you meant it. We've been over this. No, you meant it. No, 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 no. All right. <laughs> Bears hosting the Packers. Six-point favorites the Chicago Bears are. Noon, Sunday on Fox. What's your big question for this football game? Mitch Trubisky. By the way, do you know who's calling the game? And that is a clean (laughs) pick by Kirk Fuller. I think it's a good omen. So (laughs) Trubisky, how does he respond? That's it. There's no excuses now. And I don't care what they're saying. Having a primetime game against the Rams with some playmakers on defense, a great defensive coordinator, Playing Jared Goff, in the cold, two-week layoff. A lot of excuses there. Good ones, two. No excuses now. How does, how does he respond? He needs to start playing better going into the playoffs. There's no question that the biggest question with this franchise right now, there is no, no question that the biggest question, okay, that's what I said. Good. That makes sense. Uh, is how Trubisky bounces back and how he performs these next three weeks going into the playoffs. For this game, though? To make sure you win the NFC North, it's stopping Aaron Rodgers. And that's what it comes down to. If the Bears defense can play four quarters of football and stop Aaron Rodgers, not have three good quarters and then have him come back from a 20-point deficit and win the game. Okay? For this game, Mitch can play just as bad as he did last week. I hope he doesn't for his sake and our sake of covering him, but... They can get away with that in this football game. What they need to do is stop number 12. That is my biggest question. Can they do that? That has always been the biggest question in this rivalry since Aaron Rodgers took over for Brett Favre. And quite frankly, more times than not, unless he gets hurt in the middle of the game, he comes back and wins it. Except that one day where Shane McClellan led defense for John Fox's Bears. But wasn't that when they hurt him? No, he played that game. No, Shane McClellan broke his collarbone and there was another game. Uh, The Brett Favre... Homecoming game. Right. The Shane McClellan broken collarbone game happened when he was number 99. Right. He broke Aaron Rodgers' collarbone. Yes. And then they beat him with Rodgers on Brett Favre. When he wore number 50. <laughs> That's right. So the moral of that story is go sign Shane McClellan. Should not have been wearing number 99. <laughs> yeah. Dan Hampton agrees. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, number 50 is okay. <laughs> ah, <yeah. laughs> I don't have to deal with uh, Mike Singletary every week. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, Alright, so that's my big question. Bold prediction. Mr. 100-yard rusher Jordan Howard. He does it again. Oh, God. <laughs> he does it again. Alright. That simple? Yes. Jordan Howard surpasses 100 rushing yards. Again. Right. My bold prediction is the Bears intercept Aaron Rodgers twice. He's only thrown one interception all season, so that's definitely a bold prediction. Names? Ooh, names. Uh, Kyle Fuller makes up for that dropped interception in week one. I like it. And I kind of want to say Khalil Mack because he had one in week one, but You're thinking big guy interception. Tip pass? Yeah. Roy Robertson-Harris. Yeah, how about that? How about I go Kyle Fuller and then any big guy interception? Okay. And that includes Leonard Floyd and Khalil Mack as options. Okay. Okay? that's fair. Sleeper pick, Jonathan Bullard. (laughs) Jonathan Bullard. That was a nice rush he had. He forced that interception last week. All right, game prediction. Predictions. 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 I'm still kind of deciding on the score. The Bears win and cover. All right. Strongly believe that. I think they win by like 10, 12, or 13. Maybe there's a two-point conversion in there to throw things off. How does 27-13 sound? Okay. No, no, they'll score a little bit more than that. 27-14. So you just added one more point to 13? Yeah. Because they'll score a little bit more? It's a touchdown. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Nah, I don't even like that pick. Go ahead. And let me decide on my score. But they're, they're going to win handedly. No, I'm kind of with you on struggling with the score here because... If I'm analyzing the game and the matchups, that's sort of where I get to. I think the Bears are going to score more than they did against the Rams. I think Mitch is going to play better. Um, And I think the Bears defense is still going to play pretty well. But here's the problem. If you're not affiliated with this rivalry and you're just an outsider looking at this series and maybe you're looking at the spread and the Bears are favored by six and you're going Aaron Rodgers and the Packers are getting six points in a series they have absolutely dominated, absolutely dominated with the other reality that he's already beaten this team this year on one leg. True. I am. Facts. I am taking all of those six points to the bank immediately if I'm an outsider that's not really looking at the the X's and O's and the matchups of this game. I'm just loving the fact that I'm getting six points with Aaron Rodgers against the Bears. So when I come to my prediction in this game, as much as I want to say the Bears are going to come out motivated and make up for that week one loss and they're clearly the better team, all those things are true. And I think there, I certainly think there is a scenario where they could blow out the Packers on Sunday. It's totally possible. Yep. And, and they could reach a point in the third, fourth quarter where they're up comfortably and they keep going because they're trying to make a statement. And those comments by Mitch Trubisky this week and some from Matt Nagy kind of make you think that might happen. That being said, I'm going to go with history here. And Aaron Rodgers is still playing, and this is still the Packers, and they keep it close. But the Bears win the game. Packers cover. What's your score? That's what I'm. Pro- I'm sorry. Ah, uh, okay. Well, in that scenario, that means the defense has a couple slip ups, right? So let's say it's a twenty twenty six to twenty two. Let's get weird. Okay, it's like a Pat Finley score. Twenty five, twenty one. Yeah, Pat Finley has scores like that. You have to like sit down and do the math. Like Pat, this is yeah. kind of like almost nearly impossible. Right. Well, fifteen to six. That's only the third game in the history. I know it's football. odd. It's odd. See, <laughs> see, like, crazy things happen with with these bears. I, I'm sticking by twenty-seven fourteen. Okay. Call it. Yeah. Do twenty-seven <laughs> sixteen. You just keep adding points. You were at thirteen. Now you're at fourteen. <laughs> I think the Packers have moved the ball. I was a math major. I wasn't. I'm with actually, you, Foxy. Did. I'm with
1: you. Twenty-seven sixteen. I like that score. Joe, what do you think? Bear raid, bitches. Oh. Let's go. 2710. Bears win the division. Get the siren going. Shake the lake. Let's go. Shake the lake. They have a musical thing every summer.
0: Lake Shake, we're going to steal that. We're going to yep. steal that. Just reverse it, and we'll use it on the podcast. I like it, Joe.
1: Yeah, pass rush has to get going. I mean, shake I think the, the big part of the comeback that uh, Aaron Rodgers led was, you know, the, they they couldn't get after the quarterback at a certain point in the game. So I think that obviously needs to needs to be there, especially with uh, Bryce Callahan out. So I think you know, get after the quarterback, get it, get some some scores early, and uh, there'll they'll be a, a comfortable win on Sunday.
0: Can I, can I just say that there's no better representation of the turnaround of this franchise this year than our own Joe Romano? I mean, this guy was Mr. Negative with the Bears at the beginning of the season with his picks. Now he's starting his Packers prediction with Bear Raid bitches. Let's go, dude. <laughs> he's all in.
1: Also, I'm going on Sunday, so I got I to gotta get amped now. Ooh,
0: I like it. Stay warm out there. Yes, sir. Just watch some videos of Alex Spanos. <laughs> yeah. It is a mentality. I have learned that over my four years on the sidelines. Because Randy Walker used to say, don't act cold. And they still bring that up. So like the first couple of years I was out there freezing in November. Like, you're, you're, Don't don't act cold. You guys were out there stretching and dancing with their shirts off. Where was that, Minneapolis? Uh, Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's a mindset. So, so now I wear layers and I don't even have a put, big winter coat on. Jim Phillips out there with his shirt on. That's it. No jacket. That's it. Shirt and tie. The athletic director. Don't act cold. I like that. Setting the tone. All right. Prop bets. The big upset this week is that I actually <laughs> remembered this morning to solicit it. Now that's probably because I was up for th- since three thirty of the morning. And so it I'm actually looking to see what you got. Dawned on me. Um there's a couple of good ones. One including your story. References to Matt Nagy trying out for the Packers. Hmm. Now, one and a half. No, 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 because they're either going to mention it or they're not. I don't think that's something you bring up twice. Um, Over under, mentions of Mitch's nickname being Favre. One
1: and a
0: half.
1: Yeah, I'll take the under. I think
0: they'll have like a little picture of him from Menner. Mm-hmm. And they'll mention it. I forgot there was a- I better get credit for that. <laughs> <laughs> you probably won't. They never give the credit. They take everything from the newspapers during the week, and then they never give credit credit unless they sh- actually sh- put the graphic up with the hot, you know, the headlines on there. Um, I like one. I've, I'm not seeing it right now, but someone sent it to me earlier. I know I read it, but the phrase "changing of the guard." Ooh. Now he said it at like four. Let's set it at one and a half. Does the phrase changing of the guard get mentioned twice? <laughs> I'm just laughing. What if it's in reference to Eric Kush replacing Brian with <laughs> 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 Literally changing of the guard. <laughs> that's that's good.
1: That's good stuff. They, they got here. a guard on the injury report too, so see? They're actually pretty beat up. Brian
0: Bulaga. Demaris Ran. No, is he on th- who am I thinking of? Uh Brashad yeah. Breland. Yeah. Dealing with a personal matter, so he's not gonna be there.
1: Jimmy uh, Graham, Jim- Jim- Jimmy Graham. Saint Brown.
0: Equamanius, Saint Brown.
1: They're all soft, dude. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Joe is just all in on the back. Super right. soft.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so let's go with that. Changing of the guard. Potentially, literally changing of the card. How about other games? Dolphins at Vikings. Vikings, a seven-point favorite. With all the stuff they got going on. New offensive coordinator. Noon Sunday on CBS. Dolphins coming off a win on the Patriots. I'm surprised that this is seven points. Yeah. I'm going Dolphins. That situation up there is not good. It feels dicey right now. Like dicey for the head man. It's starting to feel that way. He's a good coach. Well respected, especially by his defense. The Dolphins are the Dolphins. They they, they seem to be in games a lot and surprise you a lot. They cover. I think the Vikings win, but they'll take the 7. This is one of those where I'm going to take the Vikings... Because everything else makes it seem like you should take the Dolphins. The spread is just too funky. I don't know why it's this high. There's a reason. So I'm taking Minnesota.
1: Yeah, that line is fishy. I'm not really sure why it's that high. I see a lot of points scored. You know, I think firing the offensive coordinator will kind of wake these guys up a little bit. But um, I think the Dolphins will cover.
0: By the way, Dolphins' last few road games, they lost at Indianapolis. They lost by... Uh, double 19 points to the Packers on the road. They lost by 19 points to the Texans on the road. They lost to the Bengals by 10 on the road. They got killed by the Patriots on the road. Their only road win this entire year is at the Jets. So maybe that's why the line's that way. Just saying. And there's no, and it's not prime time. Kirk Cousins should be exceptional. That's a that's a great point. So take that and think about that for a little bit. Yeah. Lions at Bills. Here's a game I can't wait for. Noon Sunday on Fox. Bills are a two and a half point favorite. Your thoughts? I don't have any on this game. <laughs> I don't have any thoughts on this game. Lions-Bills? I know we picked a division. I know. That's the only reason why it's in here. Doesn't matter. Have- Patricia strike you as a guy that would break some folding tables? Yes. Mm-hmm. Belly flop or elbow? <laughs> He'd just toss it. He'd just pick it up and toss it. <laughs> like Rothstein. Yeah. Sit up! Fix your posture. Bill's lost to the Jets last week at home. I think Josh Allen, in all seriousness, I think Josh Allen would give the Lions a problems. You think so? Yeah. Just running around, making plays. Mitch had success running yeah. around on the Lions. Yeah. Yeah. Josh Allen's doing the same. Doesn't look as good as Mitch, does it? He's I'm, a threat. I'm going to take the Lions. It would just be so classic for them to come back and finish 8-8. Eight and eight. <laughs> It's just like, our, this is what we always say about them. They're just sort of there. They're always in the middle of the pack. Um to do that, though, they'd have to beat the Bills, Vikings, and Packers. This is possible, but it is possible.
1: Yeah. yeah, I'm taking the Lions to cover too. Buffalo, that was a bad blown lead to to a bad Jets team. Detroit's actually played well against the AFC East. I mean, not that they. <laughs> I think their their fans would rather they lose to get a better draft pick, but I think they'll play well in Buffalo up in Buffalo just to uh you know keep it within two and a half.
0: Uh, I try not to be me in this yeah, yeah.
1: setting. <laughs> That's literally
0: the opposite of be you. Yes. Matt Nagy's be you. Yeah. John Fox was...
1: Uh, I try not to be me
0: in this yeah, yeah. setting. <laughs> Just lie. Just lie. Is that what's on his play card? He didn't have a play card. <laughs> Challenge. All right. Challenge place. What an awesome uh, Thursday night game. I'm legit excited for this. Yeah. It's awesome tonight. Chargers at Chiefs. Melvin Gordon questionable. I know they made a move earlier this morning to bring up another running back. That's usually not a good sign, but also I think Schefter reported that Melvin's really trying to play. Um, this is a huge game for the Chiefs. They're game back. I'm sorry. roll well, for both teams, but the Chargers are game back of the Chiefs going on the road to Arrowhead. Chiefs are three-and-a-half-point favorite here, seven twenty tonight, Thursday, on Fox, NFL Network, and Amazon. You know, like, Jared Goff had a stinker. Deshaun Watson's had stinkers. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady's had a stinker this year. Once Patrick Mahomes going to have his stinker? And you're talking about on the football field, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I, I'm not sure what he eats there in Kansas City, although a lot of barbecue will do that to you. It's bound to happen, right? Chargers have a good secondary. I gotta say, I like like the Chargers. Okay, me too. I feel like I'm talking myself into it. I like look at the Ravens last week. They had the Chiefs kind of bottled up for a little bit there. That's a good defense the Ravens have. Yeah, look, Chargers have some good road wins this year. Yeah, they went on the road. We all picked the Steelers a few weeks ago. Chargers won the game. They won in Seattle earlier this year which is proven to be a tough place I, I to play. I don't think people are talking about them enough. The Chargers? Yes. Well, that's because they they're they're like this they're almost like a nomad franchise right now. Like people forget they're in LA. Yeah. They don't even remember they left San Diego. They they're LA second team. So the Rams are getting all the attention. They're really good. And I think you're right. I mean now it does make me a little nervous a night game in Arrowhead it should be crazy. And the Chiefs are going to come prepare, but they're still dealing with this Kareem Hunt. I don't think Spencer Ware is playing. Spencer Ware is out. Are you sure? What did Stephen, has? Stephen A. Stephen A. stays. Stephen A. had uh, Spencer <laughs> Ware playing. He had Hunter Henry playing, who's been out all year for the Chargers, and Derek Johnson, who is not even on the Chiefs anymore. <laughs> oh, good, 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 good. So he's got that game nailed down. <laughs> I'm taking the Chargers, especially getting three and a Me half. Me too. Hunter Henry, right? Oh wait, sorry. Yeah, take Hunter Henry to the <laughs> bank. <laughs>
1: Yeah, make it three. This is a game that I've been eyeballing. No. I, I like the Chargers big time. Um, th- it sucks that their running backs are out. Our, our guy Justin Jackson looks like he's uh, he's going to be starting. But uh, the Chiefs are 0-2 against the spread since they cut Kareem Hunt. Something I meant to, to tweet about. this
0: Ooh, last last week. Did you see Justin Jackson's touchdown run? Oh, when he juked the guy? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that many times. Yes, okay. He's a good player. Yeah. Yeah. So that was sprung by Dan Feeney. Also, a Chicago kid, Sandberg. Kid oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Blocking for a Glenbard North kid. I'm really upset. Last week, I was gonna pick up Justin Jackson on fantasy, just for thinking next week maybe. I didn't yeah. really have a spot to use him. Now this looks like a now I'm in the playoffs, and I didn't pick him up, and one of the other playoff teams picked him up. uh Oh, not the guy I'm playing, thankfully. But I. But, but tonight, he, yeah. tonight's a good night to play Justin Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Good player, good kid. Hope he has a big night. That'd be a good night. Just see Justin Jackson run all over the Chiefs. Go off. I would enjoy that. I would enjoy that. I would also enjoy though, as much as Bears fans probably don't want to hear this, if Patrick Mahomes tried to throw all of his passes tonight, no look. That was awesome. It was a dart on the money, not looking. How do you do that? That's well, okay. that's some let, Brett Favre let, let's stuff. Be honest. Like he saw him. Yeah, yeah but, but didn't just turn his head. Did you see the angle that NFL films had? No, I saw it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, come on. Yeah. Oh, I know. Didn't look at him. Or he didn't at least turn his head at him. I'm not discounting it. He's been phenomenal this year. That's game. the big difference between him and Trubisky right now. Trubisky needs all of his mechanics to be perfect to throw accurately. Right now, Mahomes is just like doing whatever the hell he wants. Yeah, and the he's going out of running high. high. Yeah. You're right, though. It could be a stinker. It could be a pig. charger. Chargers are good, man. Fat stinker. For Mahomes, right? If we won this game tonight. Adam Hole will be rhetorically dancing in the, with his verbiage. Two outs. Here's Luke Voigt pinch batting. What I w- did Luke Voigt do on that? Uh, no idea. It's oh, disappointing. Do you know how much different baseball is from football. Like we remember everything from each and every game the Bears have played this year. On well, baseball, I, uh, baseball is like sixty-two. Once, once the post-game show's over, it's like. What happened yesterday is over. Yeah. Hit flush. It just does not matter. All right. Patriots at the Steelers. Another good game. This your 325 game Sunday on CBS. Hmm. You want to pick the Patriots. What's the line again? Oh, sorry. Uh, Steelers are a two point uh, home underdog. Okay. Naturally, you want to pick the Patriots because of what happened last week. Mm -hmm. It's unacceptable. Losing on, can't even, what a Hail Mary. What do you want to call that? I don't know what you call it, but double pitch. Well, they're calling it the Miami Miracle, which is a little lazy. Yeah, yeah. But did you see the video? The the um, what's called the Marlins? Different fish. The Dolphins put out with all the videos from the crowd and all the fan reactions. There was like a guy who like just spontaneously opened his door and yelled outside, like, "Did you see that?" (laughs) <laughs> it was really cool. It's just like a fan video compilation Montage, yeah. of the play from that. I mean, that was sweet. That was a cool way to Did add. you see Dow Loggins literally jump on top of Adam Gase? Yeah. He's got some good hops at Dow Loggins. Yeah. Golly. Patriots. Yeah, I'm going Patriots too.
1: Yeah, I, I hate to they're... go against the Steelers as a home dog, but Patriots in a bounce back game, That's that's a scary proposition. Yeah, I, I like that.
0: You know, we're trying to expand his package. Has he struggled with expanding his package? <laughs> Forgot about
1: that clip. Oh,
0: yeah. Eagles at Rams. 720 Sunday night on NBC. Back-to-back Sunday night appearances for the Rams. This game has certainly changed uh, complexions. I think uh, NBC probably thought they had a, a gold one here. Uh, with the Eagles coming off the Super Bowl, not only are they struggling, but Carson Wentz, he out. He's got back problems. He's out this week. It's the Nick Foles show, which, you know, maybe it's a good thing for them. Here comes the Super Bowl. <laughs> it's all lining up for the Eagles right now. Rams are 11 point favorite. This line, let me go back and look up what it started at, but it is shot all the way up to 11. Yeah, I actually think the Rams are going to smoke them. I think so. Bounce back game from them after getting their kind of dismantled by the Bears. At least Bears defense versus the you know, Rams offense. Yeah. The, the, the Eagles have been a strange team to watch. Really strange. Haven't they? A lot of the same players in the same spots. Something's not right. I'm not even sure what to make of Carson Wentz this season. This spread actually opened up at eight and a half and now uh, is up to 11. Well, maybe this back thing explains some of it. Yeah. He hasn't been bad, though. It's just, it's been a different year for them. And, and honestly, maybe Carson Wentz is like the perfect example of... I hate to harp on this. I was talking about it earlier. Just like things change quickly. Yeah. Let things, things play out. Things change quickly in this league. You have to take advantage of the situation that you're in this year. One tiny little injury. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hate to be doom and gloom. You keep harping at this point. I just don't think it's yeah. smart to just assume they're going to be good again yeah, next year. I know. It's fair. It's a fair. I mean, I think they will be. Yeah. But... You can't assume it. That's the thing. All right. Um, I'm going ooh, 11. That's a lot of points on the NFL. Ah, ah, just do it. Rams. Big game for the Eagles. I think the Bears probably put some things on tape, too, last week that can help slow down that offense. I like the Rams to win. I'm going to take the Eagles to
1: cover. I'm laying the 11. I think the Rams, uh, like Johnsy said, they, they, they got embarrassed last week. Six points uh, on prime time. You got to go out in front of the home fans and, and prove that you are still an offensive juggernaut and the Eagles uh, are the are going to feel the brunt of that.
0: This package just continues to grow and grow, Joe. Good news for Johns. There's no, uh, We're not picking any college games. Yes. There are some bowl games this weekend. I don't care about any of them, which means Johns definitely does not care about any. Oh,
1: come of them. on, man. Mm-hmm. The Boca Raton Bowl? Well, who's in that game? NIU, baby. Oh, yeah, NIU. Is that this weekend? It's coming up. I've been to Mo- Mo- It's
0: coming time. up. It's nice.
1: It, it's before the Bears play, uh, you know, next Sunday.
0: I'm impressed you said Boca
1: Raton right. Been there. It's nice. I've been there,
0: too. I think we did a podcast from there. We did. The owner's meetings. We did. Yeah. Braggers. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to see him get his hands on more balls. The Saints... What, to, what, are we picking the entire league here? No, we're picking one game. This is where we would traditionally go to the college portion. Okay. And because we're not doing college games, we're going to pick one extra game. Are okay. you? Do I have your approval? I guess. <laughs> are you going to treat this with the same enthusiasm you do the college <laughs> games? <laughs> Saints go to Carolina. By the way, do you notice how I'm putting the Rams in here, the Saints now? These are now the teams that the Bears um, need to worry about. Carolina's better at home. 7-15 Monday on ESPN. It's your Monday night game. Panthers. Six-point home dogs. Do you know the Saints have the best pass rush in the NFL? Um, Do you watch the Bears? Yeah. Okay. Do you watch the Saints? Yeah. Are you going off numbers? (laughs) Yes, I am. Okay. I still think the Bears' depth is better. But you're right. They get after the quarterback. So the the Panthers have been a curious case. Uh, I don't think they're very good. Very bad on the road. Now they're at home Mm -hmm. where they're a different opponent. They have to win. Literally, they have to win out to have a chance. Do they not? Uh, I believe so. They are on a five-game losing streak, the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> Ooh, I didn't know it was five. But four of those games were on the road. They're in this stretch where they're playing four out of five games. It's an odd uh, schedule. I know. Dude, i might change my pick right now because of that. Okay. Give me Cam Newton and Christian McCaffrey. Now, one of those losses in there was to the Seahawks at home, though. That's fine. But Seahawks are pretty good. Give me Christian McCaffrey and Cam Newton in an upset here. Yeah, you know, I, I also think that, you know, just like I just mentioned, the Bears short, sort of showed a blueprint for slowing down the Rams offense. The Cowboys did that a couple weeks ago to the Saints, won that football game. I know the, uh, if you just look at the score, the Saints beat the Buccaneers 28-14 to last week. The Bucks were in that game, for and, and they were slow. The, the, the yeah. majority, they were winning. Yeah, they were slowing down the Saints, too, so... The uh, Bucks, the Bucks, that team that Trubisky put six touchdowns up on—they stink. Give me the Panther, at least covering the six. I don't think they win, but I think they do cover. Joe,
1: yeah, a playoff positioning matters obviously to the Saints, but I don't think that uh, they—they're going all out for this game like the Panthers will. I think six points at home is a little much, but uh, man, I'm not sure if I—I I trust them, but. This is, a, this is a tough game. I guess I'll take the Panthers. I don't know. <laughs> It'd
0: be interesting if one of those two teams, I don't think the Rams are going to lose, but if the Saints lost, it changes the complexion of the next couple weeks for the Bears. Because now you're only a game back again, getting a first-round bye. So that it, that could be interesting, uh, which is why we're picking the game, Johns. I get it. You play to win the game. Johns! All right. I think we should get out of here let's do it it's vic day it's vic day better leave if we're gonna get there for vic don't you think yeah
1: i'd like to see him get his hands on more balls do your research all right let's
0: continue this love fest it is vic day just keep playing them who needs to talk to We got all these wonderful buttons over there we (laughs) wonderful buttons you know which button i got you gotta watch out for Keep it going. It's getting Joe just amped up right now. I, I think our listeners appreciate that one more than the old tweet machine one used to hit. Oh, yeah. And the media. I'm They're, okay with it. I know we are, but a lot of the other guys don't seem like it. Anyway, we got you out here. At Adam Hogue, Twitter. At Adam Johns. At Joey Joe Rowe wgnradio.com slash bears chicagosuntimes.com We gave you the, uh, you know, the how you rate and review the podcast earlier. It's not that hard. Got it, Bob. It's not that hard, Bob. It's not that hard. If the Bears can slow down Jared Goff and Todd Gurley, you can rate and review the podcast. I'll talk to you guys on Sunday. How's that sound? Will the Bears Just be it, NFC North champions the next time we talk to you? Woo! Ooh. I guess I am a communist.